Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step-by-step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here with you today, and I'm talking about one of my favorite topics of all time, definitely a buzz out there anywhere that you look, whether you're on Pinterest. I mean, I literally just logged into my Pinterest account, typed in the word authenticity, which is what we're talking about today, and I want to just read you what comes up. What is the worldview in terms of authenticity? Okay, so here's what we found. How to find your authentic self when you're a people pleaser. Authenticity. What happens when the love of truth becomes more important to you than what others think of you? Authenticity is a collection of choices we have to make each and every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real. Nothing is sexier than my authentic truth and living it. 10 simple ways to authentically be yourself. How to find your true voice and path, and what does it mean to be true to yourself? See, there's a couple problems with this, though, because this is the difference between the worldly authenticity and biblical authenticity. What we need to dive into is that authenticity is a big deal to Jesus, and we see this in the 12th chapter of Luke where he says, you can't keep your true self hidden forever. Before long, you'll be exposed. You can't hide behind a religious mask forever. Sooner or later, the mask will slip and your true face will be known. And that is a paraphrase um, from the message version. But one of my own personal struggles is wearing the mask of this extra gospel (laughs) type of feeling, which basically what I'm trying to say is it's living out Merely the verses that I'm highlighting or taking notes next to in my Bible, you know, it's like the nice verses that make you feel good about yourself, the ones that reinforce your preferences. And, you know, there wasn't a time necessarily recently where I looked at my Bible and, you know, Christ challenged to sell your possessions and give your money to the poor. Strangely, that was not highlighted. (laughs) Like, that was not something where I was like, yes, this is what I'm doing, living it all out. So knowing this about myself and what it actually looks like to be an authentic Christian in that we are all so much a work in progress. We all look at those Bible verses that reinforce our preferences and beliefs, but there's not a lot of times where we look at that and say, God, convict me, you know, where where we ask God, God, search my heart. So we need to understand that when we get all caught up in our feelings, Being authentic doesn't mean acting in line with how you feel. It means making your feelings follow your true identity. Understanding that being authentic means living out the real identity that we have as people that are made in the image of God. 
You know, if we want to be authentic, we need to live according to how God sees us, what he made us to be. And in Genesis 1.27, it just clearly states that God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Our identity is rooted in God. Being authentic, living according to how he designed us and what he wanted us to do, how he made us to be. Authentic Christians and being an authentic Christian is marked by our thankfulness and prayer, our faith in Christ, our love for saints, and hope of heaven. You know, Paul wrote this essentially to the church. So what does it look like to possess that type of authenticity using God as our guide for that? Well, I think it's really easy to say things like, you've got to be vulnerable. Like, just be vulnerable. Just be more vulnerable with people. Tell people more about your life because when you do that, people will trust you and then they'll want to be vulnerable. But I think that it goes so much farther than that. Vulnerability is not only denying yourself daily, but sharing your story, insert, when it's applicable. Not bragging about all the ways that you have it together, your new job promotion, all of the great things you're doing, the car you drive, all of the material things that are worthless in the eyes of God. And you are confessing the ways that you're still broken. How did you need Jesus yesterday or in your situation, in your trial? How do you need him today? How are you going to need him tomorrow? And telling that story to people in your life, telling that same story to God and confessing it and to others, again, when it's applicable. We can also do this by embracing the stretch or the discomfort. So when we start to feel this happening, we don't shy away. We're exposing people to our work in progress self and the experience is supposed to be awkward. It's going to be emotionally uncomfortable. I'm just going to be real with you right now. I'm going to be authentic, quote unquote, authentic with you right now. You have to accept that your journey and figuring all this out can be a painful process. But if you cooperate with God, if you seek him first, and he initiates and carries out that change in your life, you will not only experience like the rupturing of that broken self, but you'll also experience the resurrection of it. Okay, I've just got to interrupt this episode because we're talking about authenticity. And here's the thing. You may be searching, you may be seeking, you're searching on Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest. How do I become the most authentic version of myself? And we're talking about that in this episode. But you have to truly embrace who you are in your most authentic self the way that God calls us to. I don't want you fearing that if you showed up that way that you would not be loved and accepted. I want you to unapologetically live your life full out with that level 10 faith-based confidence, fearing less about fitting in because let's face it, God never called us to do that anyway. Maybe you have big dreams and excitement, but you are just hoping that you can get it together because you're so sick of having another year be a repeat of the last. You may not realize it, but the confidence that you're missing is bigger than just your business. It's spilling over into every area of your life. And too many women I'm talking to every single day are having a crisis of confidence. They're lacking clarity in their identity, and this keeps them playing small. 
So I want you to start trusting God with all the worries that you go to sleep with at night. I want you to feel focused and free, confidently knowing that every single step that you take is intentional. Because guess what, girl? You're not just here, but you're here for a purpose. So this is exactly why I created Confidence and Courage Coaching. I want you to own your story, your God-given story, your God-given gifts, and level up that confidence once and for all. I want you to truly grow and uncover why you have not been living in that level 10 confidence. We're going to grow your faith roots deeper and boldly claim what God has called us to do. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines and watching everyone else live their dream life. I've got a bonus for you in the month of May, and I'd love to come alongside you. So email me the word confidence to couragequeenpod at gmail.com. That's C-O-U-R-A-G-E-Q-U-E-E-N-P-O-D at gmail.com. I cannot wait to talk to you. We can clothe ourselves in God's story. You know, what you believe, the story you tell yourself, is what will determine the shape, the color, the texture that your life has. What is true about you because of Jesus? What is true about others in your life because of Jesus? That is your new reality. It's how we should see and treat ourselves and those around us. You know, ultimately, Jesus is the standard of authenticity. He defines what it means to be an individual, to be loved in God's own community, And to offer that real hope to the world. So every day we need to let go of ourselves more and more so that Christ could be displayed in us. And it's increasingly and endlessly that process. When we let Jesus be the hero and leader of our story and we follow him instead of making ourselves our own God, he can bring beautiful change to those broken hearts. He can lead us into places that are so much more fulfilling than any of these earthly desires of the flesh that people tell us real authenticity and being real and living our truth is supposed to look like. This is not about perfection. God assures us of that. Christianity is not about perfection. Rather, it's about engaging in that honest process of becoming more like Jesus. When you're authentic, you don't pretend to be perfect. When you mess up, you're quick to admit what you need to work on and you get back in step with God. So understanding the grace of God and also quick to give grace on other people. Speaking of something that we really struggle with in our society right now is we give no grace to other people. We've become this society that just lets no one make a mistake without them being canceled or questioned and almost acting as if people questioning things It's a bad thing. So I think we really need to evaluate looking into this. Being authentic is not just being direct and honest. That's another thing that the world tells us is that being authentic is being outspoken and telling everybody exactly what you feel and why and that you are entitled to share every single opinion and every single thought with the people that are around you if you need to correct them. But let's leave that correcting to God. As a millennial, and maybe you'll relate if you're a millennial, I feel like authenticity and being authentic is like the battle cry of our generation. Could it be that this stems out of a reality that we're a generation that feels like we were let down by previous ones? Past ideals haven't worked for us. We're fed up with having to pretend like we're someone we're not and hiding the truth about ourselves in an effort to blend in because it's starving us. It's leaving us nothing but empty. I think so many people are just craving a place and people that they can be their true selves around. 
that they can feel truly heard and understood. We're trying to create new standards for what our relationships can look like. I heard it once said that authenticity should flow from what I am learning versus what I already know. Brene Brown is probably one of the most famous people out there for her quotes on being authentic and being vulnerable. I mean, people just eat up her words. And when she says authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who you think you're supposed to be and embracing who you are, that all sounds great. And I believe that there's some truth to that. But I believe that it truly falls short of biblical authenticity. Because if the purpose is to just be real, what purpose does it really serve? You know, if you're a jerk, it doesn't really matter if you're a jerk in front of other people or behind their back. You're still a jerk. (laughs) And if authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who you think you're supposed to be and embracing who you are, the question that we all wrestle with is, well, then who am I created to be? In a generation where so many people say, I am blank and I always will be in this definitive, this is just who I am and I've accepted it. My worldview or lens is going to greatly impact what I believe is critical about authenticity. From that secular perspective, as real as we try to be, we never truly fulfill our deepest longing because being authentic is not an end to itself. It's a critical component to discover who that you were created to be. It's a tool. It's not the end state. As humans, we long to be known and long to be loved just as we are. Like like I was saying, you know, we want people to see the good, the bad, the highs and the lows, and we want to feel unconditionally loved in a conditional world. But this is why relationship with Jesus Christ is so important. Because whether you believe in him or not, the very foundation of the Christian faith is our God sent his son to die for you without conditions in the ugliest moments of your sin because he loved you unconditionally. So biblical authenticity is going to require courage, courage queen, but not reckless. So it's a balance of that truth and grace. It's the grace and truth about ourselves. It's most importantly, the grace and truth about God. And our attempts to achieve authenticity are experienced and revealed as we walk this path of life. But we try to do the quick microwave version instead of like the slow cooker. And we let these personal and cultural opinions tell us that we just have to strive to be real. You just have to strive more. You just have to feel more. You just have to tell people more of what's going on. Apostle Paul, he was such a man of authenticity that he truly gives us this biblical model. And the takeaway from this for me was like a year from the day that you're listening to this podcast, will those closest to me see someone transformed by God? Will the fruit of what he's doing in my life be the way that someone sees and knows if my life is continually being transformed? We want people to see what's all the good things that are going on. What's going right? What's going your way? How perfect your life is. You know, social media, again, gives us this perception. But for true authenticity to work, people need to see when I don't have it all together. They need to see when I fall apart and when I struggle. They need to see how the transforming nature of Christ is changing my life. 
The second thing it made me think is, do our lives model humility or pride? Our normal condition is always trying to prove to ourselves and others and to God that we're somebody. We're somebody. (laughs) This condition that has left unchecked and unsurrendered to Christ will continually leave us bankrupt, spiritually, emotionally. In other words, we need to stop making it about us. We, you know, we talk about self-love and all these things and why we need to self-love, but you think God doesn't know that we're already too in love with ourselves? And I'll prove it to you. Because when was the last time that you were in a photograph and you asked to see the photograph because you wanted to look at your friend first to see how she looked in the photo? Mm, Hashtag never did it, okay? We're always looking at ourselves, okay? So that just proves that we are more obsessed with ourselves than we even give ourselves credit for. We need to ask ourselves, are our lives sincere? And in 2 Corinthians 6, 4 through 6, it states, Instead, as God's ministers, we commend ourselves in everything. By great endurance, by afflictions, by hardships, by difficulties, by beatings, by imprisonments, by riots, by labors, by sleepless nights, by times of hunger, by purity, by knowledge, by patience, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love. Sincerity is our ability to live an honest life without hypocrisy. Because we act as if we have all the answers, but oftentimes we're robbing God of his glory because they see a finished product instead of a work in progress. We have to go out and live authentic, imperfect, messy lives before this broken world. But we have to show people that God is transforming us in those moments. We have to point people to him. No more of this counterfeit authenticity, which is an oxymoron. But this idea that, you know, People will say, like, I don't feel authentic around these people because they're more put together and I have to put on this face and it's very exhausting and I can't sustain it anymore. And so, you know, you isolate. And then they say things like, I wish people would just be more open and authentic. This is super dangerous because authenticity is talked about as an ideal and never personally embraced. Pretty ironic, right? The felt need to put on a face or wear a mask, betrays the real issue. People don't want authenticity. They want solidarity. They want to feel like they're not alone when they fall short, when they make mistakes. So they desire openness and vulnerability from others. And this stems from this natural and super unhealthy view of ourselves that says, I don't like who I am, and I want to hide myself. What did... Adam and Eve do when they were discovered in their nakedness. They took the fig leaves and they had a reason to hide. Because guess what? No one is alone in falling short of the glory of God. And then we have complacent authenticity that is celebrating the messiness and brokenness as ideal qualities found in those who are real. But at the heart of that statement of the God loves me just as I am, So I don't have to change? Mm, Ouch. I don't think that sin and brokenness should be celebrated. And I don't think that they were ever a part of God's design for this world. 
But thanks be to God because his divine power has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness, as it talks about in 2 Peter 1.3. So if we want to have a fruitful knowledge of our Lord, we must be okay with not being okay. What part of authenticity are you chasing after? What's the most authentic version of you? Are you compromising the entirety of who you are just for the comfort of other people? Really important questions to ask yourself and to take up with God because that's the only person that you need to seek that approval from. There's two levels of authenticity. The first type is the relationship between what we are inwardly and how we act and appear outwardly. And when those two are aligned, that's where the magic happens. Our main point today is that through Jesus alone, can our longing for authenticity be satisfied? He not only gives you the freedom to be outwardly what we are inwardly, but more importantly, he enables us to be inwardly what we were designed to be by God. He brings to an end our frustration and our quest to be who we really are in this world. And he shows us that there is a holy God that he created for us to live for his glory. That we have sinned against him and deserve judgment, but that in love, God sent Christ to die for us. By trusting him as our Lord and Savior, we become inwardly and outwardly what God aims for us to be. If you have this obsession with chasing authenticity and what makes you stand out, all you have to do is just submit. Take me up on this. Submit yourself to Christ and you will be authentic. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it on social and tag me at Courage Queen Pod so I can personally thank you. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Courage Queen Podcast wherever you listen and make sure to leave that five-star review. Did you know we have a fabulous and free community for our listeners where we share all the juicy details for women who are ready to take action towards their dreams? Click the link in the show notes to learn more. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up. And if you ask me, it's time to step into your dreams with faith-filled peace and confidence.